Welcome to this podcast brought to you by Pointer, the school for journalists. Hello, this is Roy Peter Clark, the author of the book Writing Tools, and this is the podcast version, tool number 14. Happens to be my favorite tool, get the name of the dog, dig for the concrete and specific details that appeal to the senses. Novelist Joseph Conrad once described his task this way, by the power of the written word to make you hear, to make you feel, it is, before all, to make you see. When Gene Roberts, a great American newspaper editor, broke in as a cub reporter in North Carolina, he read his stories aloud to a blind editor who would chastise young Roberts for not making him see. When details of character and setting appeal to the senses, they create an experience for the reader that leads to understanding. When we say, I see, we most often mean I understand. Inexperienced writers may choose the obvious detail, the man puffing on the cigarette, the young woman chewing on what's left of her fingernails. Those details fail to tell unless the man is dying of lung cancer or the woman is anorexic. At the St. Petersburg Times, editors and writing coaches warn reporters not to return to the office without the name of the dog. That reporting task does not require the writer to use the detail in the story, but it reminds the reporter to keep her eyes and ears open. When Kelly Benham wrote a story about a ferocious rooster that attacked a toddler, she not only got the name of the rooster, Rockadoodle Two, but also the names of his parents, Rockadoodle and one-legged Henny Penny. I cannot explain why it matters that the offending rooster's mother had only one leg, but it does. Before the execution of Serial Killer, reporter Chip Scanlon flew to Utah to visit the family of one of the murderer's presumed victims. Eleven years earlier, a young woman left her house and never returned. Scanlon found the detail that told the story of the family's enduring grief. He noticed a piece of tape over the light switch next to the front door. And here's the story, out of Bountiful, Utah. Belva Kent always left the front porch light on when her children went out at night. Whoever came home last turned it off until one day in 1974 when Mrs. Kent told her family, I'm going to leave that light on until Deb comes home and she can turn it off. The Kent's porch light still burns today, night and day. Just inside the front door, a strip of tape covers the switch. Deb never came home. Here's the key. Chip Scanlon saw the taped over switch and asked about it. His curiosity captured the great detail, not his imagination. And there you have it, tool number 14, my favorite tool, get the name of the dog.